to be a little wider uh, shot of me. Live from the Benyard capital of the world, New Orleans, Louisiana, it's all over the road live with Victor Del Giorno and Dead Kelly. He's world famous. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm the announcer guy speaking now in the Coin Trader Studios in the COVID 19 newsroom. Here's Victor Del Giorno. Yes, indeed. You know, you know it, you love it, you can't live without it. I told you, I kept telling you, I kept telling you that we were going to do this booger live on Facebook. Now, look, please excuse some of the things because out of all the people that are on our cast, of course, you know, Ted is here. Ted, say hello. Hey. Ted's in Baton Rouge. Out of all the people that are involved with this show, I'm probably the least likely to be in charge of all this uh, technical stuff. Yeah. (laughs) But unfortunately, all the technical stuff is at your house. Well, in case Randy Lane is watching, uh, here's what's coming up on this uh, this this blockbuster hour. We're gonna ha- <laughs> we're gonna call Dan Snyder here in a minute, yeah. and for me to do that, what I'm gonna have to do is take the phone off my all over the road cup and then FaceTime in Dan, so you'll be able to see Dan along with Ted. So Dan Snyder is gonna be on. Um, okay. Also, all pro kicker of the New Orleans Saints, Will Lutz is gonna be on. Will was supposed to have gotten married on the 11th of this month. Which I believe. Really? Was, yeah. Oh, you mean of uh, March? Yeah, he was supposed to be. Uh, no, eleventh of uh, April. Oh, he was supposed to be coming up on April. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, we're going to talk to him uh, because yeah. uh, you know he had to cancel his wedding, and uh, you know he's we're just mm-hmm. talking about a few things with him. He's he's hanging out, waiting for us to call him. Also, yeah. uh, we're going to have Ryan V on. Ryan V is a nurse at one of the local mm-hmm. hospitals. That's really going to give us an insight on what it's mm-hmm. like to be in the belly of the beast uh, with this. Uh, covid uh crisis so it's wow. gonna be it's gonna be an interesting show it's gonna be an interesting show so well, it's gonna be interesting to say the least it's gonna be interesting it is interesting it's an interesting time um kind of crazy too um what, what is this day day um 17 is it day 17 yeah i think it's 17 i'm pretty sure Indeed. it's day 17 but all the days just run together so it doesn't really matter i guess not and, you know, it's been a little rough. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm thinking also maybe I'm going to try to sneak a call into my granddaughter, Harper, who I really haven't seen since this has happened. Mm-hmm. And it's been a very, you know, disappointing thing for me because, you know. Oh, yeah. And Harper and I are, are pretty good buddies. And uh, not being able to see her has been, you know, very difficult. So we're going to give Dan Ky- uh, Snyder a call. Of course, if, uh, when you talk to Dan Snyder, uh, when we talk to him, we're, we're going to be telling you about his uh, his website, uh, tunnelofhope.org. They're taking donations mm-hmm. to fight the opioid yep. crisis. Also, who's very involved with him, Ted, is uh, Miss America, Camille. Uh, I can't remember her last name. Do you remember her last name? Camille? Is it uh, Schreier? Yeah, Ca- yeah, Camille Schreier. She is the yeah. Miss America 2020. And we're actually going to have her on a show pretty soon. So okay. That ought to be really good. So we're going to have him on She's there. from Virginia, I believe, right? Yeah, she's from Virginia, and yeah. and her uh, she had a very interesting talent in the competition. We won't go over it now, but she has a very interesting talent that, and of course, her cause okay. her cause is the opioid uh, crisis. Before we get going, there's a couple um, organizations that I want to mention. First of all, I want to thank all the first responders, all the people working in the hospitals, people that are working yeah. in these restaurants that are uh, mm-hmm. helping us with you know takeouts. The ones that are unemployed right now, our prayers right. and thoughts are with you. 
hopefully this thing, you know, but you gotta, you know, you gotta practice this social distancing. You, you just can't, you know, you've got to do it, you know, and there's a lot of people that aren't yeah. doing it. Um, you know, we went to the Costco the other day and I wore my mask and my gloves. Every time I go out mask and gloves, there's all kinds of reports of people of all ages getting this thing. Um, so, you know, this is, it's not going to go away as long as people don't cooperate, but some of the people that are really making a difference feeding America, uh, you can make a donation or learn more about them at feedingamerica.org. Uh, also, First Responders Children's Foundation, which is first, yeah. first, the number one, strcf.org. Just some of the people that, you know, are trying to um, you know, do their best when dealing with this. So Yeah. Hey, uh, Vic, can I mention uh, sure. real quick? Go ahead. Uh, those First Responders are very important. You know, the people that, you know, medical, of course, the medical uh, workers and all that. And I also want to mention uh, workers who are in the uh, the janitorial service, which is my, my daughter, Mary. Mm -hmm. And she oversees a large uh, custodial service here in Baton Rouge. And it's uh, got locations in Texas as well. But they're on the front lines as well. So let's not forget about them because they're having to go in there and clean every day. And they're under uh, a lot of stress. And um, companies and, and a lot of the plants on the uh, Mississippi River are asking for special cleaning at this time uh, because they just you know want to keep everything uh, as speckless as possible, so to speak, and as clean and uh, you know and all that. So that's really a hard thing to having to work a lot of extra hours. Uh, fortunately, they are working as opposed to some people who. Uh, don't have a job at this point, point or got furloughed over the past week. If you see the news this morning, like 700,000 uh, unemployed um, in the U.S. just in the last uh, month, 700,000 total. And then it was how many uh, unemployment requests were made yesterday? It was uh, a record set. It's just it's just crazy. And um, right now you got to rely on your faith, your friends, your family. And do the best you can. Uh, excuse me. And hang in there. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> hang in there and do the best you can. Well, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, this has never happened before. So you just got to make the best of yeah. it. That's all you can do. I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do. You know, I think the things that you said are great things and you know, you, whatever you hold near and dear, those are the things that are important. Now I'm trying to, you know, get Dan on here, but you told me how to do this. You do the effects. What, how do you yeah. do Okay, so I hit effects, and then I, I, this is what I got. I, I mean, yeah, slide up on your phone. Oh, I slide up. Oh, I got to slide up. Oh, I see. From the I bottom, see. yeah. Okay, so now you got to add a person. Add a person. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Let's get and Dan. Then, uh, yeah, Dan's expecting our call. Let's see, Dan Snyder. That's good. I saw where he posted on his Facebook page just a few minutes ago. No, look, I'm, I'm pressing on it. Nothing's happening. What kind of show is it? Oh, here we go. Here we go. I don't know if there you, you go. That. You can see that. Okay, we're trying to hold Dan, the, the pharmacist Schneider. Yeah, the pharmacist. Pharmacist. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Is it happening? It's waiting. This is live. This is live. Uh, We're Facebook. waiting for Dan to answer. 
Yeah, he posted on his Facebook page just a few minutes ago that he was going to be on. It's not calling him though. It's, it just says it says waiting. Yeah. It says waiting. Whatever. Why is it doing that? Nick is watching. Nick, why is it doing that? Oh, we also uh, would welcome your comments on Facebook. I see those yeah. things pop up, and uh, you know, uh, you gotta fill. Oh, oh, Nick's saying you gotta fill. No dead air. Well, Nick, dead no air. Dead air is like crickets. That's what dead air is. All right. Well, so for well, some reason that didn't work. Hold on. Let me try it again. Uh, if this was radio, that would apply. But this is not radio. Okay. Wait a minute. Scroll. Scroll down. Scroll up. <laughs> oh, God. This is horrible. Katie checked in. Hmm? Your daughter Katie checked in. I don't know. I can't get this to work, Teddy. I can't get it to work. Boy, the rehearsal went so well. Yeah, rehearsal did go well. I don't know why it's not going well now. But... It really did. All right. I may have to uh, nix you and come back to you, okay? You so, can always do that. Okay, so I can get Dan. It's up on. to you. All right, let me let me see if I can get Dan on. Hold on a second. All right. Uh, there we go. Get Dan in and call me back. Yeah, my phone's getting stupid. All right, hold on. Let's see if we can get Dan now. All right. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message. Oh, come on, Dan. It goes right to voicemail. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Hold on one second. Um, let me try it. Let me see if we can. We're going to have to, we're going to have to do something else here. Hold on. <laughs> I love this music. Don't you love it? We welcome your comments here on Facebook Live. Uh, just go to hey. the road. Hey, uh, Ryan. Yeah, hey. Dude, I went to call Dan Snyder, and he didn't pick up. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I had to push you up. I had to push you up because okay. we can't have, uh, you know, we can't yeah. have this. We can't have this, you know, big old. Right. You know what? Yeah, no, no problem. You know what? No problem. Okay, so Ryan V's on the phone with right now. Ryan is a, I mean, you are what, you're, what, what would be your official nursing capacity? I'm a registered nurse. Um, I've been a nurse for a little over 10 years now uh, in the New Orleans area. Um, take care of mostly heart patients um, after they've had heart attack, you know, heart surgery, things like that. And you are where you were getting ready to work in a, in a COVID-19 unit, correct? We want to know what is it? What is it like going to the hospitals and I mean, I know we see it on TV and all that, but here in the New Orleans area, tell me what's going on to the best of your ability. Yeah. So, um, well, so this all, I guess this all started, what, about five, six weeks ago, we started hearing about it a lot in the news that it was in China. And then, so the hospitals kind of started to gear up and prepare that it could come here. And uh, the hospital that I work at in New Orleans was, one of the first um, hospitals in the area to have a positive patient. Dan, hey, Dan, if you're watching, hold on. Dan, if you're watching, as soon as I'm done with Ryan here, let me call you back, okay? Because Dan uh, Snyder's clicking in right here, right now. So. Oh, okay. 
okay, so going back, all right, go ahead, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so we got that first patient in on, you know, I guess we'll just call it day one. And so everybody kind of got a little bit, you know, heightened alert at that point. And then within days, you know, we had, we started having three, four, five, you know, the number just kept doubling Mm -hmm. with um, the COVID patients in the hospital. So at that point, they started shutting down the, you know, the units that were not, I guess you want you to say essential units that they could kind of, um, you know, put everybody in one area that could, you know, help the most. Right. Well, I remember, I remember it just, it just so happened this way. Of course, Ryan, you know, Ryan is not only just a nurse here in New Orleans, he's my nephew. Okay. And uh, he, you just happened to be over my house the day uh, you were coming over to the house. And uh, it was the day where the first uh, COVID-19 case hit Louisiana. This was number one. And, uh, you would, you'd come over that day and say, Hey man, we, at, at that point, no one had tested positive in, in Louisiana. All right. That's right. That's right. And then you it came was over day one. Yeah. And you came over and told me, look, somebody just tested positive. It wasn't even on the news yet. No, I don't think, I mean, it may have just been on the news or it was, yeah, it was pretty close. So do you think the equipment that they get for these, uh, responders in the hospitals, this PPE, uh, personal, what is it? Personal protection equipment. Is that what they call it? Yes, PPEs, the mask, the gloves, the the gowns, and the uh, the shield, the eye shields. Um, so, I don't think any hospital in the country was probably prepared to to have enough PPEs. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think you know. There's only so many you have, so much you have on supply, and for something like this, where you have to constantly um, re or constantly have the PPE on and take it off, take it on and off. You have to throw away the equipment as soon as you leave the patient's room and then use new equipment. When you go in another patient's room, um, that drains the resources pretty quickly. We're talking with Ryan V who is a registered nurse here in new Orleans and has been uh, on the front lines of uh, battling this, this virus, this COVID-19 virus. And uh, so what's been going on at the house? Is everybody, uh, how's Angie doing? Is she kind of, I I, I understand you had some symptoms, correct? Yeah. So, so, so actually um, as I was transitioning to the the COVID unit um, at the place where I work, um, that day I started to have a fever, a low fever, and um, started to feel lethargic. Um, my breathing was a little off. So um, went home. The next day I, I still had the same symptoms, and by the time I tried to go get tested, it was too late in the day because, you know, these tests are only, if you don't get there early in the morning, there's long lines, and, you know, you can't, you have to wait till the next day. So finally on that third day I went and got tested. And uh, they said three to five days for the results. So finally on the fifth day after I got tested, I got the call and they did say that I was negative, which um, which was kind of a, a surprise to me, um, being that I had most of the symptoms. Um, I had four days of fever, um, low fever, you know, the, the weakness, the fatigue, the slight trouble breathing and coughing. So, you know, it was kind of iffy. You know, I didn't know if it was just some other respiratory virus or if it was COVID. Of course, you're thinking it's COVID, so you're isolating yourself. You're 
not coming out of the room and it's, you know, you start thinking the worst, you know, is this going to get worse or am I going to make it and all that. So I was a little relieved. Mm-hmm. However, my doctor was telling me that there's a lot of um, false negative test results with the, with the swab mm-hmm. that they stick up your nose. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't know. My swab says I'm negative. My doctor thinks I was positive and thinks I had a false negative. So that's where I'm at right now. You're feeling all right now. Now I'm feeling all right. I mean, it's been about 12 days, uh, almost 12 days, uh, maybe 11 days since this all started. You hear hear the round of applause you're getting, don't you? You hear that? A little round of applause? Oh, no, that's great. It feel better. (laughs) All right, yeah, man, we'll yeah, just I am stay, feeling better. Stay safe, whatever you do, you know, stay safe. Yeah. And uh, can you can you keep us posted on a few things? Yeah, definitely. I'll be going back to work on uh, Monday, and um, I guess I'll be back. You know, trying to help these these patients, uh, the COVID patients. I'm hoping that this thing doesn't last too much longer. You'll go get them, baby. So. You're the man. All right. Okay. All right, Ryan. Be safe. Okay. Our prayers with you and your family. Okay. Thanks for being on all over the road, New Orleans, Facebook live today. One of many. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Have a great day. You too. Many of you know, uh, last week, my third grandson was born, Wesley uh, Andrew Bobel. It's Nick's little boy. And uh, we're very thankful that he's very healthy. He's doing extremely well. And as a matter of fact, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but my daughter Emily was in quarantine here um, for a good while, a little bit before it all came out. And we have every reason to believe that she had it, but God was graceful and faithful and uh, the child is completely healthy. And we're, you know, absolutely uh, glad to hear that. So, okay, let's see if we can uh, get back with Dan Snyder here. Get him on this uh, this thing. Dan Snyder, of course, is the uh, the main subject of the. There he is, there's Dan. Dan. There we go. Finally got you. How's didn't it going? Know what I didn't know what buttons to press. <laughs> you and me both. Let me see if I can set you. Oh, you're spinning, Dan. You're spinning over here. Okay, hold on. Let me get you on here so people can see you. Dan Dan Snyder is, of course, the uh, the man that. Um, is fighting a, a, an opioid crisis. That's his cause. Uh, he okay. was the main subject of the Netflix docu series called The Pharmacist. And Dan, thanks for the T-shirt. I know. Uh, I, I know I should have worn my pharmacist. I was wearing it yesterday. The pharmacist T-shirt, and it looks pretty good. Are you hearing me? Okay, Dan. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay. Try not. Okay. Turn okay. my computer down. Okay. Right, that's okay. I'm all right. I can't have it blaring. Okay. All right, Dan. So. Uh, we had talked off the air and uh, you had told me a little bit about, um, uh, and I can only see half your face. Can you get your whole face? All right, let there, me see if there I There you go. Cause you got a good looking face. How's Annie? Everybody's good. Well, I don't know about good looking, but anyway. <laughs> You're good. So you said that uh, there were a couple things that you wanted to talk about in regards to COVID-19. And I didn't, I didn't ask you about it because I, I know that it's going to be good. And I said, well, let's just wait to get him on and see what is. Uh, so uh, what do you make of all this? Uh, well, <laughs> it's it's quite an unusual situation, which is why we on Facebook now instead of maybe being in your studio. Right. Uh, but uh, it's uh, everybody's life seems to have changed, and uh, although I'm still working on my cause, uh, we we have to take some time for this COVID nineteen or coronavirus. Okay, there's a few want to 
comment that I want to make, kind of like you might say public service announcement sort okay, of. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, number one, we are concerned from my perspective with the, uh, the drug situation. We're really concerned with the stress right now that's going on. And a lot of people who maybe are in recovery that they may relapse or they may start using more drugs. Right. Okay. And so we want to get a message out there for not only to maybe the potential addicts, but maybe their family. Keep an eye out on somebody who has had a drug problem. Okay. And you can go to a pharmacy, any pharmacy, and uh, assuming they have it in stock, they can uh, uh, issue you some uh, notice, which is which could save a life if you happen to have sure. it and somebody overdoses. Uh, we really think that that the overdose death rate right now is going to go up. Okay, yeah. so one way to combat that would be having Narcan. I also found out something interesting about Narcan uh, just recently. Somebody actually told me this; I didn't know it. And uh, in a low dose, it's called naltrexone. And it stimulates the immune system. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people who have weakened immune systems that are concerned about this uh, coronavirus, uh, they can take this naltrexone. Now, I don't think it's a magic bullet, but uh, they are giving it to people who like had transplants and have their immune system reduced. It's supposed to stimulate the immune system. So you can get a doctor without to write a prescription for that, but you can get uh, naltrexone 50 milligrams. Right. So that's... Uh, that's some of the things that I wanted. See, I made some notes here too. I'm trying to look at my notes. Okay. Also, I wanted to say this. Okay. Obviously, everybody's saying stay home. I, I want to reiterate that. You know, it's important that the best battle we have, or the best tool we have right now, is just social separation, staying home as much as you can, not not intermingling. And then I also want to mention this drug called uh, hydrochloroquine. Right, I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, they, you know, they're talking about it that, that may have some effectiveness. And I, I'm okay with that because, well, I can see it doesn't really cause any harm. And, you know, it may or may not work. Uh, but we do have an issue here. This is another thing. It's a shame when you mention that this thing might work, everybody wants to go out and buy it. Mm. They get their doctors to call them. You need a prescription, okay? And all the pharmacies are out of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And this was supposed to be intended for somebody who actually had uh, the coronavirus. Right. It's not a preventative but, thing. It's something you take. I mean, when you're in bad shape, you take it. That, that's right. right. But this preventative thing, all of a sudden, yeah. uh, people are hoarding this thing up, and, and then nobody who really needs it can get it. Right. So uh, please try to exercise some judgment. Uh, uh, maybe the doctors might start exercising better judgment, too, that, that these people should test positive or at least they have serious symptoms, okay, uh, before they actually try to get this drug, assuming you can even get it, okay? But I, I think it's worth a try for somebody who's in, in, a, in a bad situation. You know, uh, it's going to take a long time before we have tests to prove how effective it is, but uh, I haven't heard any negatives yet. So uh, so that's some of the things I wanted to bring out uh, about the uh, situation. Maybe you've got some questions that I can Yeah, I, I was wondering what your views were. Do you think, first of all, if you're watching right now on Facebook Live and you have a question for the pharmacist, Dan Snyder, just go on the screen and uh, I'm looking at it right now and you got a question and I'll say, you know, just your first name, where you're from and, uh, and what your question is. I'd be more than happy to ask Dan right now. Uh, I'm looking at the screen right now, but my question is: do you, What do you think? Do you think the media has done a little bit to to, to cause this panic? I mean, you got these people looking to get that that drug for pre preventive 
uh, reasons. Um, do you think that the, the media is, is kind of scaring people or do you think they're covering it about just right? Uh, you asking me now? Yeah, I'm asking. Ian? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I got kind of mixed feelings on it. They've they kind of went up and down. Sometimes they've been under, sometimes they've been over. I, I think they're starting to get it just about right. I mean, let's face it, this Dr. Fossey, uh, okay, he's got some pretty serious consequences. And even even Donald Trump now, who, who originally kind of took this a little too easily, okay, uh, and now you can see the seriousness in his face. And yeah. he's definitely letting this, these two doctors uh, speak almost for him, okay? And, you know, I don't know if the media can overplay that. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's grim, yeah. But it's honest, you know. And all we can do is uh, maybe pray, and we can try to keep ourselves healthy and keep the social separation going. Uh, so I know that's not a direct answer, but I, I think there've been times when they overplayed it, times when they underplayed it. But I think right now it's pretty serious, and most of them are getting it just about right. Okay, and uh, I, I understand that. Um you know, the, uh, your website's been taken off, right? Uh, tunnellove.org. You're getting a lot of, uh, interest in the new website. Uh, yes, we are. We absolutely are. Tunnel of and hope. I, tunnel I, of hope. I don't mean tunnel of love is a, a tunnel, tunnel of hope.org. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because, because I am, we in a recruiting phase right now. We, we can't do a lot of organization, some by phone, but the, we are in a recruiting phase and people can spread the message. And the, the, the larger number of we get, people who we can call supporters that really go online and register and basically have an email address that I can reach them at. Uh, eventually, I want to be able to have some, uh, I call it a people's lobby. Eventually, I want to be able to have some pressure on the politicians to do more. Uh, of course, you know, with this with this, with this this coronavirus, I have to admit, I know we, we kind of fall in secondary, but I mean, I'm planning for how this is going to emerge in a couple of months, okay? Because, and keep in mind that that 130 or more people a day die every day for the past mm -hmm. 10, 15 years with the with the opiate. I'm not gonna call it a, a, a pandemic. You know, I've had calls from all around the world telling me that they have problems in other countries. I don't know. If that, I, I don't know if this pertains to you, but uh, Shirley in Algiers uh, wants to know if. Um, do you have, I don't know if this is in your area where you could really answer this, but uh, do you have to have an N95 mask or is it, will any mask do if you don't have one of those masks? I know a little bit about it, mainly from watching TV, basically, mm -hmm. but the N95 is a more sophisticated mask. It, it, it's, it's a better mask. So obviously it affords more protection, but I would say that the, the cheap mask, any kind of a mask, even if you make the entire handkerchief around you, yeah, yeah, your face some kind of way, a bandana or something. Anything that you can get to cover your nose and your mouth will prevent you from spitting it out <laughs> to, to other people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not just so much you getting it, it's more you not giving it. That's the main purpose of those masks. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the 95 mask is, is definitely more effective. But the other one, I, I would say, is, is I don't know, it's, it's 50 or 80% is effective, but both are good. The other thing I wanted to ask you, too, is I've heard that they're saying if you have symptoms, do not take ibuprofen. Have you heard exactly. that? Yes, I have heard that. And, and I, I've tried to get as much info on that as I can. And What's the deal uh, I with that? Have, Why? Why? Uh, well, 
it, it seems, it, it's anecdotal again, but it seems as though if at a certain stage, if you take ibuprofen with the, the, the corona, if you have the coronavirus and you take it, it seems to speed up the attack on the lungs. Mm. It, it has something to do with the anti-inflammatory thing, which seems like it would help, uh, but in this case, it doesn't. There's some science behind it. Uh, the way the way I would say is this: even if it's not the case, there are other drugs that you can take instead of ibuprofen. I mean, you know, if you can handle aspirin, aspirin's a miracle drug. Yeah. Okay. If you can't handle aspirin, there's a few Tylenol. Okay, for fever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would avoid. I would avoid ibuprofen. Now, now, if you have no symptoms and no indication you have it, it doesn't really make a difference. But if you, you get close to knowing you have it or you test positive, I would avoid it uh, just to be on the safe side. Okay. And uh, now we, we were talking a little bit earlier today. Got you it? said that uh, Miss America. Disconnected him. Are you there? Dan? Yeah, yeah I'm back. We kind okay. of lost each other. Just a couple more minutes. I'll let you go. Um, uh, Miss America, Camille, what is her Shriver? How do you say her last name? It's Shriver. Shriver. It, you know, it, it starts with spelling just like mine. S C H R I E E R. I believe it is. Now it, she, she tell, tell us a little bit about her and your relationship with her. Cause it was very, well, it's, it, it's really a strange situation. Uh, uh believe it or not, the, the way I contacted her, one of the ways I have is I had to get an attorney when I, when I'm signed my contracts to do this Netflix thing. Mm-hmm. And I picked a, a, an attorney called uh, uh, named Suzette Taladano. She has an office on top of the House of Blues, believe it or not. Right, okay, right. and she wrote my contract up, and this was maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And when the thing broke, me and my wife were like laying in the bed, and she called me all excited. Uh, you know, Dan, 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 this thing is really it's it's exploding. Everybody knows about it. It, it, it. You did a great job. All this other stuff, and she says, "But you know what? I got something better." And I said, well, what's that? She says, uh, I just signed Miss America's contract to handle her. Mm-hmm. And I said, so? And she said, well, well, she's a pharmacy student. She's got the same platform as you. Right. And, and so so it, she she knows, uh, my attorney knows her mo- Camille's mother real well, okay? Mm-hmm. And that started the contact, but there's, there's other ways that we have contacted now. Now we've done some podcasts together some conference calls together. Uh, we have planned, we were actually supposed to be in Washington, I think May 18th or 19th before the National Press Club. And they were going to introduce me and her together in, in, in fighting this, this, this battle. But that was called off because of the coronavirus. Okay. Right, so, right. Uh, but we, we, we are, we, we talk regularly and we're doing things together. And I, I think she probably wouldn't mind doing your show, you know, with the, no, uh, I want to get her on. Definitely. New Orleans is one of the hot spots, so uh, maybe we can maybe we can say something. Yeah, let's let's get something set up. All right, I'm gonna let you go. Thanks for being on, okay? And uh, we're gonna get to Will Lutz, so don't keep watching the the, the live stream. Okay, we get Will yeah. Lutz on. I know you're a big Saints fan. Uh, yeah, we had a little blank right there. A little blank. Spot I said we're gonna get Will Lutz on. Be sure to stand by and keep watching because oh, I know no, you're, no, I know I, you're I, a I, huge I, I Saints fan. He does some great job. Oh, wait, can I get one other message? Yeah, sure, sure, buddy. Okay. The other message I want to get in is, look, you know, I, I'm retired. I mean, I do my advocacy, but I'm retired. I'm on Social Security, okay? I got some money in the bank. I got a little small pension, okay? <laughs> what well, are you going to ask? I, I'm, I'm going to get these checks. I really don't <laughs> yeah. need these checks, okay? 
Now, I'm, I'm not saying nobody turns money down, okay? Yeah. But when I get these checks, I plan on allocating 20% of what I get uh, to, to charity, okay? okay. So, so the, the message is, if you can afford it, when you get these checks, if you really didn't necessarily need it, see if you can't give some back. Very good. I like that idea. That's a good idea. You uh, from, from Dan Snyder, the, the pharmacist. Look, buddy, I love you, man. Thanks a lot. Okay, look at him. Look. All right, bud. <laughs> Dan Snyder. Okay. Sarah uh, Pena is uh, someone that knows a little bit about stuff. She just commented on our Facebook page that, uh, yes, it is true about the ibuprofen. Uh, being something you don't want to take because she says you will bleed out on ibuprofen faster than you will on uh, like Tylenol. So that's what she says. Uh, also, you know, social distancing is something that, you know, from what I understand, the governor has been really, you know, hot and heavy on this, that it hasn't been something that uh, people are actually, you know, really abiding by. So if you're not doing that, or if you know someone that's not doing that, make sure you do it. I know this has been very painful for me because I haven't, I got a brand new grandson I have seen once my two grand boys, two and a half year old guys. I haven't seen them. I miss them. And of course, you know, my, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Harder or Harper Grace, my granddaughter, I have also not had a chance to see, and it's been a little bit tough. All right. So let's see if we can't get uh, Will on here. He's standing by. He didn't want to FaceTime. So Katie's uh, watching Katie part of the program. Hello. She loves Danny. Hey, Will, Victor Del Giorno. How are you? Good. What's up, guys? Oh, man. We're just, uh, you know, doing a little uh, live Facebook action here. We just had uh, Dan, the pharmacist, on, and um, we had a, a nurse on that uh, has been in the belly of the beast with this this COVID-19. Uh, now, of course, in case you don't know, people that are watching on Facebook, this is the all-pro kicker for the New Orleans Saints. He's money. You know, he's, uh, he's I, I think he's the best in the business. <laughs> Give him a big hand, Will Lutz. Is that a, is that a real crowd? Oh, I yeah, like it's that. a real crowd. Well, we're, they're, they're, they're a distant crowd, Will. They're a distant <laughs> crowd. We're trying to work out some of the kinks here um, doing this thing live. So uh, tell me what's going on. I know you were supposed to get married on on April the 11th, right? Yeah, um, which we unfortunately had to postpone, but we get it. Health is most important, especially with friends and family being involved. So, you know, obviously it was a, a frustrating time, but we understood. and. Um, the end of the day we're still going to get married so it wasn't we try to have as much of a positive outlook on that as possible but other than that not much is going on i mean just as much as everyone else right now so just trying to cope with the changes where was now what is your fiance's name megan megan so now uh where the wedding was supposed to be here in new orleans or was it somewhere else yeah we were doing a new orleans wedding we met here so um you know, with me being from Atlanta, her being from Destin, we figured no matter where we had it, it was going <laughs> to be a destination wedding for people. So we decided to do it in New Orleans. So now what does the like the venue tell you? They tell you, look, we're going to call you when we can do it. Is that how that works? Well, unfortunately, they're booked out for the rest of the year because they had their normal bookings. And, right. Um, so, um, you know, they can't really make special changes for that. But, you know, we'll find a venue that, I'm sure we'll find someone who's open, whether it's the one that we chose in the first place or a new one, but we'll make it happen. So what you've been doing while this thing's going on, you've been doing any kicking? Have you kicked, have you kicked the football lately? <laughs> well, I have kicked a few times. I've been fortunate that I've had access to a field alone, of course. Um, but it's been tough, that's for sure, because so many people have said no 
to even allowing, you know, high schools and, you know, mm-hmm. Tulane is completely shut down. So it's been tough, but um, I've been trying to make the most out of it, whether it's training in my backyard as far as, you know, some type of little cardio circuit or whatnot. But mm-hmm. um, it's tough, but, you know, we're all going through it together. So I'm not the only one. Well, you know, if you ever want to kick him and need somebody to catch him, I'll catch him for you. Oh, there we go. As oh, long yeah, as I can, I can you're at least 50 him. yards away, 50 <laughs> yards is more than six feet. So how I hard can it good. be? How hard can it be? It's like judging yeah, a fly ball. Not hard at all. You know, so uh, you heard from any of your teammates on some things that they got going on or some things that might be interesting to know? Um, as far as what's going on with the, the coronavirus deal and quarantining? Yeah. Is that what yeah. you mean? Yes, yeah. Sir. So, I mean, we, we try to keep in touch as much as we can, especially, you know, we just did the new CBA, so there's a lot of conversation during that. But, you know, like I said, everyone's just kind of trying to make the best out of it. And, you know, everyone's being positive because, there's a lot more than just us involved in this. So, you know, some guys are fortunate to have a home gym. They, you know, they can use that. But, you know, we're bouncing ideas off of each other as well. So we're just trying to to be in the best shape possible when the time comes that we can't get back into the facility. Tell us a little bit about your foundation. So I do not currently have a foundation myself, but I do partner. Uh, I work both with Team Gleason. I've done a few um, matching deals with them as far as, you know, I did for a couple of years, I did every field goal. I donated a certain amount and mm-hmm. fans could match. And, um, we're actually running a deal on Monday night. They're replaying the game that Steve blocked the punt and they're going to have a matching deal going on there. I don't have all the information for that right now, but so we, we do have a, uh, deal going on with that Monday. And then I work really close with, uh, Morstead's foundation, which is what you give will grow. I do his, annual event every year yeah and i think we raise about 75 grand a year for that so um i try while i don't have my own i try to you know work with other teammates to help their foundations have you heard anything about uh sean's uh condition sean payton's Uh, i know as much as you guys know um you know fortunately he's healthy and um he's been cleared he's been retested and been cleared of this virus, but um, I know he. I thought it was very cool what he did. He, he made it known that he did have it, and he made it a point to people to be, you know, not necessarily live in fear, but we got to be cautious with this thing. So I thought that was cool that he used his platform when you know he could easily kept it quiet. And so, but he's good now, and he's reached out to all of us and said he's healthy and just waiting for the next the next move. Is he nice to you, Will? Sean? He can be a little scary. Definitely be a little scary. <laughs> uh, when he every talks to you, me, it's probably not a good thing. Not that it's often, but probably every time you miss, which isn't often. Yeah. Look, he, he is very uh, positive when it when it calls for, but like I said, if he's dealing with a specialist, it's probably not a good thing. Well, look, um, we really do appreciate you being on here today. And uh, we're, we're, we, we hope everything works out with your wedding and everything. And uh, maybe as it gets closer – uh, as time goes on by, we can have you on the program again. We'll have you on one of the podcasts when we record things and it's not so hectic. How's that? Yeah, gladly. I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I think that's it. There's some questions coming along on the, in front of the screen that, um, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, what was one of them? Ask him about, uh, ask him about the first season and the kick sixes. What are those? What does that mean? Oh, okay. Uh, that's a fun topic for me. Let's see. So my, my rookie year was kind of rough. You know, I don't, you know, unfortunately we had, a, we didn't have a good season as a whole, but, 
Um, unfortunately, we had a few kicks that were blocked that, which is, I've never seen this happen. We had three kicks blocked and all three returned for touchdowns. <laughs> I've never seen that happen. And unfortunately, when a kick does not go in, I'm the first one to, to blame. So I happily take all that blame. But um, I think the best thing about that year and those three kicks is, you know, I was able to grow from it and I was able to find my weaknesses. And fortunately, it was a losing year. For, well, not fortunately, but fortunately, it did not, you know, change our season. We, you know, it wasn't our year that year, and I was able to take those mistakes and grow from it. And I, I would say that I've been pretty successful the last few years since then. So wasn't, it was wasn't a learning of, curve. It was a learning curve for me. Wasn't one of them an extra point that returned? It was two points or something. Was that one of them? Yeah, you know, see, that's the thing. People, what people don't understand is that guy jumped over the line to block a yeah. kick. There was nothing I could do about that. So while that is tied to me, I get it. I understand. Um, but that's one of those free things that unfortunately it wasn't our year and things didn't go our way. And that was one of them. There's nothing you could really do about that. Who cares what they think? You I mean, you're a great kicker. <laughs> you're the best kicker. Yeah. You're the best kicker. We Well, Morton Anderson was pretty good, but he, never, he, he, he never, had a pretty successful <laughs> career, but he never kicked in any meaningful games. That was the problem with him. I think when you first started, this is my layman, my non-expert opinion. I think when you first got started, you were kicking it kind of low because you got a big leg and you like to drive the ball. Correct me if I'm wrong. Am I wrong here? You want to drive it, right? Especially on the longer field goals. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, on the longer field goals, you like to drive it. But, yeah. you know, sometimes my, my miss hits, the ball come out a little lower. That's my miss hit. But fortunately, I fixed it since then. So it's um, it's been fixed, I think. We haven't had many blocks in. We watch we watch so. all the games over here in Lakeview, and uh, you know I live right down the street from your friend Dave. I live right down mm-hmm. the street, okay. And uh, we watch all the games here, and every time they trot you out, I have one word that I always say. I always go, "Oh, here he comes!" I go, "Money." <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I try to say that to myself before did, every kick too. <laughs> did you Did you hear the rim shot? He's money. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Your money, baby. Well, look, we'll have I you on again that. if you don't mind. I hope you don't mind. Maybe we'll line you up and have you on again. Maybe have you here down here once we can get within a few feet of each other, have you in the beautiful Coin Trader Studios here in Lakeview. I thank you very much. Will Lutz, probably the greatest kicker that ever lived. In my <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me on. All right, Bubba. Take care. Will Lutz. Will Lutz. Live on Facebook. Uh, let's see. Um, all right, let me see if I can get Teddy back here. You'll get Teddy back on uh, and we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, once again, we, we do uh, appreciate any of your comments on Facebook on, uh, you know, I think this a question that I would have. Let me get Teddy. On here. Hey, Teddy. I'm back. Huh? Sorry about that. I don't know what's going on. We're gonna have to iron all this out, but we eventually will. Um, we had a few technical glitches, but all in all, not too bad. See, now look, it's asking me to add a person. Wait, let me click on you here. Let's see. Something like that. Yeah. Something like this. There you see Teddy. He's, he's home. Uh, what was I going to ask you? Yeah. Uh, geez. Oh, jeez. I can't remember. All right. So we had Will on. We had Dan Snyder on. Um, I've got, uh, we got some time to fill. What do you want to talk about? No, nobody's asking go. any questions. Nobody's, there's no questions. Oh, when we do this, when I see the thing on here uh, on Facebook where people are asking questions, mm-hmm. does everybody see that? Or is just I'm everybody seeing. who's uh, watching you live, yeah, they can see all the questions okay. coming in. Okay. Yep. 
because I, I, you know the questions on the comments because there was one when i was talking uh, yeah, there was one when there was, right now i guess it's not too bad there was What's one that? there was one when i was talking to dan snyder where i kind of made one up <laughs> you know yeah i made it up you know so when i'm when i when i make it up they know i made it up now right i'm hearing that you can't see you all right here you are yeah i guess they well if they're paying attention to it yeah they would know you make that Okay. But it, it, it's nothing different than we used to do in radio where we would you know, tell our friends to call us. You know what I mean? You are watching live on Facebook, a special edition <laughs> of all over the road to Orleans. I'm the announcer guy speaking. For those of you that uh, just listen to the podcast and have never seen the announcer guy in person, he looks a lot like me, Ted. The announcer they look guy. a lot alike. <laughs> we look a lot alike. Dude. <laughs> All right, we'll be with us again tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to try to get Miss America on. Okay, Dan Mr. is America? Yeah, Miss Miss America. Um, America. We're going to try to get her on and uh you know, Dan says he can get that done, so we're going to work on that and we're also going to yeah. Well, else did I have Oh, uh Dr. Abear from Channel 6. I got to try to reach out to him a little bit. I figure it'll be, be, be uh, You know, tomorrow is Saturday, right? I know, that's why it's going to be easier to get a hold of him, I'm thinking. Okay, good. Okay, you know. just making sure you knew what day it was. Yeah. So uh, this was a, a nice little try, a nice little attempt. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, first, you know, it was pretty good. First time you know, we ever I mean, did you it. Had to at the beginning, but that, was, that wasn't your fault. Dan said he couldn't, he didn't know his button to push or whatever to answer the FaceTime call. And then maybe we can work on that thing that he's been using, that little, uh, what did you call it? Yeah. Uh, Nick called it something. Right. Oh, you know what and I want to do? Hold on. Seen, uh, let me see. If... FaceTime, you know, Katie and Nick and Hold even on, Derek, and, you know, right in the future. Wait, hold on a second. Okay. Let's see if we can do this again, because we tried it earlier, and it didn't work. What's that? Adding a person. Oh, you're going to give it another? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. Who are you calling? Somebody. Hey, Katie. I was just watching you on Facebook Live. We're still on, Katie. Yeah, it's kind of like a... Dad, you need to shut your shade. What's that? Shut your shade. What shade? His shade in his office. It makes us hard to see him. The sun's leaning in his face. That's Teddy. Yeah, Teddy. Adjust your shades. I mean, I can see light beaming in there like the the Shekinah glory or something. Are you talking to me? Yeah, we're talking to you. What's your shade? How's that? No, it's there's like light beaming right on your face. Well, I have a big window in my office. uh, Well, shut the door. The big window. That's better. Now I can see a stop. Stop. What? Right there. Stop. Right there. <laughs> you want to see my, my deer head? Look. You'd be proud. Look at that. <laughs> it's nice. Nick Nick it's just nice. said Nick just said that you're glowing. You're glowing. Yeah. All yeah. right, Katie. So did you hear uh is where's Harper? She is coming out the restroom as we speak. Harpy granddaddy wants to tell you hi on the podcast. Katie, you come here. There's my granddaughter. Hey babe. It's me, your granddaddy. You're on, li- you're on live on Facebook. I've been talking about you, how I don't I haven't had a chance to see you, and I miss you. <laughs> she doesn't know what to make of this. <laughs> she's, she's choking. Choking under pressure. So, Katie, what do you think? When's going to be the next time we can do a show, you think? You know, when everybody asks me these types of questions, I just respond with, I don't know. 
what do you think of our our coronavirus uh, music track? It's a COVID nineteen <laughs> special from the Coin Twitter newsroom. Here's Katie Bellarino. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Yeah, I'm sure you do. That sounds great. What's going on, um, Goose? This was, a, this was a really great show. I felt like it was <laughs> extremely informative. I loved it. Well, you yeah, no. There you go. It was a show. I, I promised to do a, a show live tomorrow. I think uh, Teddy. I might just go on by myself and just yap. Oh, maybe tell some. Maybe just tell some jokes. You know, people go live all the time and just answer questions. If you let your fans know what time you'll be live, they can tune in and just send in questions. Erin says she really likes the music, the, the COVID-19 news music. This is Yeah. Amazing. We paid good money for this. That's great. Yeah, great music. She also says Katie needs to stand. <laughs> Be sure to practice social distancing, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I was, I was uh, picking up some food for your mom the other day. And I was waiting for him to bring the bag out. I was over at, which back, uh, um, Boulevard, Boulevard and Buttery does a great job. You know the old Houstons? Yeah. They do a great job. You go, you call it in, they come bring it out to the car. Well, they were bringing it out the car. So I got out the car and I was standing there. And right before okay. the guy went to bring my food out, I had this, I was I was about to sneeze. Oh. I, so I was trying. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm trying to hold in the sneeze. So he comes out and I go running. You know? <laughs> You go, you go running. <laughs> yeah, I guess I had to sneeze. <laughs> terrible. That is hilarious. Good it's, call. It's, it's thing happened to me. Yeah. Fight or flight, he was running. Now look, I was, uh, get, I was about to drive up to the window at Starbucks, and I was, uh, I was sneezing him the next car. It's, it's weird. You have to think about things like that. Yeah. I guess you have to. What are these women doing without getting their on? hair done, Katie? What are they doing? Are they going to buy the box color? Um, <clears throat> no one's done that yet that, well, I'm sure some people have, but a lot of my clients are waiting and we sell like a root spray that people can put on in the time being and it mm-hmm. comes off in the shower. It's not permanent, but no one's really seeing anybody. So it's kind of like a great time to like, let your hair take a break because you're not seeing anybody. Yeah. Yeah. My hair is a mess as you can see. Well, are you, you not- cut it yourself, but you would suggest that. Don't touch your face. No. Katie, no. you haven't, you haven't been touching your face, face, have you? Don't cut your hair. No, I have not touched my face. I just did it a, a second ago. I had an itch. Yeah. I touched my face. It's the itch you can't scratch. You can't touch but your I, face. I washed my hand. I, I hear once you wash your hands, you can touch your face. I guess. Okay. Depends on how good yeah. you wash your hands. Okay. You know what? I was thinking, I was thinking that maybe um people could send in what some of the things they're looking forward to doing once they're out of quarantine. That might be kind of fun to read. Good idea. Good idea. Some things that you were looking forward yeah. to do once things get back to some kind of normal. Yeah, like trips you want to take, what family gatherings or whatever, you know? And just check in with us and let us know what's going on on our Facebook page. Uh, we definitely want to get more interaction here. We're building a community here, just not a show, but a community. And uh, Katie, I miss you. I mean, you, you, Katie came by the yeah. house the other night, uh, Ted, and came in the backyard and she wouldn't hug me. She was like, it was like I had uh, uh, it was like I had a hairy mole on my nose or something. 
You know, you fit a lot of the descriptions of the people that are high risk for this disease. So I'm keeping my distance from you because I love you and I'm trying to protect you. Ah, okay. I feel great. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, yeah, that's we, because no one's been around you. Okay, <laughs> right. Well, we'll uh, we'll get back. Maybe I'll call you tomorrow. Are you going to be around? Yeah, I'll be around. We might go see a laser light show in Metairie tonight. Someone named by the name of Richard Davies has made a laser light show in the front of his house with the Disney Castle. You tune into a local radio station and you can watch a laser fireworks show like you're at Disney World with music piped into your car. You and your family can go out and do something fun. Where's this going to be? It's on James Drive in um, Metairie, in between uh, West Esplanade and the Lake. Okay. okay. That sounds well, good. Well, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen what they're doing? A lot of it on, uh, I guess it's on YouTube, where they've got, you know, Teddy, they got that Phil Collins song in the air tonight. And yeah. they have that big drum solo that goes boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Feel it in the air. Well, what people are doing is they're opening up cabinets in their kitchens. And right yeah. when it's time for that thing, they go and they slam all these cabinets and they've got it all worked out. It's really cool. Yeah, that I is think, cool. Yeah. I saw one so of those, people uh, are getting creative with this, you know, not having anything yeah. to do. So um, <laughs> anyway, a couple, just a, a couple announcements real quick. Don't forget about Feeding America, feedingamerica.org. There are people out there that uh, need food. And if you can donate yep. to that, that'd be great. Also, for our first responders, God bless them all. Uh, first Responders Children's uh, Foundation, and that's first1strcf.org. Uh, do what you can. Uh, don't forget to keep, continue to keep supporting your local churches. Um, you know, if you're if you're a giver, I got a call from uh, a friend of mine the other day that asked me, what should I do? You know, I normally, you know, give to the church and I'm not working. And so, you know, we had a little discussion on that. So, uh, you know, uh, don't forget to support people that you normally support if you can. And, um, you know, I think if but but what's really, really important is the fact that you, you know, do your part to not spread it. And that is going through the pain and agony like I'm going through and not seeing my family and just hanging around the, hanging around the house. So that's, about all right. that's why I yeah. want to do these shows. I want to do these shows, but I'm hoping that the next one will be better. We'll see. Well, that one was great. Well, thank you, Katie. We miss you on the show. You know, you're the heart miss of the show. Miss y'all too. I'm the heart of the show. Signing off. Love y'all. All right. See you all later. Right, see see you later. You hear it, Teddy? There you go. <laughs> We want to thank our guests for being on the big show. Dan Snyder, the pharmacist. Will Lutz, the greatest kicker that ever lived of the New Orleans Saints. He was on the show. And Ryan V, working at COVID-19, belly of the beast. And, of course, the great, lovely, and talented Ted Kelly. And Matt Rouge, my buddy, my brother in broadcasting. That's it. (laughs) Anything else, Ted? That's yes, that's it, man. Sign up. We'll see you tomorrow. What time? You want to? You know what time tomorrow? So people can. Uh, uh, let's do three o'clock tomorrow. Three p.m. Central. Three p.m. Central. Be sure to join yeah. us here on uh, Facebook Live for another exciting edition of All Over the Road New Orleans Live. Anything else, Teddy? That's just that. And then in the meantime, if you want to call, you know we'll uh, take calls five zero four two six seven. Six zero zero six. Hit the uh, Facebook page. 
Facebook uh, slash All Over the Road podcast. Um, thanks for downloading and uh, the episodes. Uh, great response to the pharmacist Dan Schneider interviews, the parts one and part two. Uh, of course, they're still up. And they will be uh, remain there. And a lot of people have listened, uh, listened to those two um, interviews that Vic did with Dan, and we appreciate that. Yeah, they're really good, and he did a great job. And, of course, he's become a big you know, part of the show. And uh, don't forget about uh, supporting his cause, which is uh, tubofhope.org. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time live all over the road, New Orleans. This has been a presentation of goldpricesnow.com. Thank you for listening. Ciao, baby.